Hi, everybody. My name is Rob Maiolo, and welcome to episode number 24. Damn it, Chloe! Of the Hi Hakiki podcast, a podcast about industry, entrepreneurship, and life from a person that... Who do you work for? Sucks at all three. I really hope there's at least one 24 fan listening to this right now. Otherwise, I just sound like a psycho around my neighbors. <laughs> and, not, and no one even got the joke. Um, man, 24 was a fucking great show, and it never, I think, it never fell off. It was like, season one was just as good as season, whatever, eight, or however many they made. I actually saw Kiefer Sutherland walking around downtown when he was filming, or shooting, uh, what was that president movie he made, or TV show, American President, or American... America's Next Top President, what was it, uh, Designated Survivor, is that right, I think it was Designated Survivor, I saw him walking across the street, it was Pancake Tuesday, I remember I was at a brunch place, eating pancakes, looking down on Yorkville Street, and uh, he was crossing the street, he had a bag, and a sweater, possibly a jacket, it's a great story, um, yeah, hi, welcome to episode number 24, 24, 24, um, also, CP24 is another big staple of my life. My parents love watching CP24, the news channel. Anyway, uh, sorry for missing last week. I was uh, sick and busy and uh, just, I don't know, just wasn't feeling it. I never guaranteed to, I never, I don't know why I hold myself accountable to weekly. I never guaranteed weekly. Although I might have weekly in my podcast description. Hmm. Um, what's been going on lately? Uh, well, now that it's no- November, I started the Movember campaign. Which means uh, on November 1st, the night of November 1st, I shaved my beard, my beloved beard of two years. Um, I'm still a little sick, sorry. And uh, shaved it at night, so then I showed up on the Friday, the the 2nd. Showed up to work without a beard for the first time in two years. So as you can imagine, you know, no one probably, no one said anything. No one made any two cents jokes. No one made any half-assed comments. It was, you know, just business as usual. <laughs> I, I, I started counting. I was like, I'm gonna count how many people go whoa, um, or make a cheesy joke. I counted 15, and then I'm just like, fuck it. It's just there's too many. It must have been like, I'm still getting them because I don't see everyone at work all the time, and people are on vacation and stuff. So I got some today as well. It's got to be like in the 40s or something which I don't blame them I look like I'm fucking 12 years old now now I remember why I grow a beard and now I know why people say that beards are makeup for men because they are that's just like fucking (laughs) I look like a turtle without a shell it's fucking uh, or like remember when Homer used to shave on the Simpsons that's what I I look like like such a fucking weirdo uh, but it's all for a good cause. Going first donation today, ten bucks from I don't know who because they were anonymous donor. But if you're listening, thank you so much. Um, which means the Movember campaign has started. Started. Um, I'm going to put the link in this description. It would mean the absolute world to me uh, if you could donate um, the Movember campaign or the Movember Foundation. Uh, for those of you who don't know, they do uh, they do work with. Uh, prostate cancer 
um, uh, testicular cancer and men's mental health. Um, they fund a lot of programs uh, to help. Um, either they help the research for the cancer or the um, programs to help men's mental health. So, you know, kind of uh, funding, I guess, mental wellness centers or funding psychiatrists for people who can't afford it. Um, uh, helping families cope with, uh, you know, if a, if a father of a family is, you know, dealing with prostate cancer, helping the family in any way they can, or helping grieving families after a, after a father has passed away from from cancer. Just a, a bunch of fucking shit that I really goddamn hope never happens to me or anyone I know. Um, so they, they do a lot of great work. They fund, I think they've been around, this is their 15th year, they've funded uh, 1,300 uh, projects across the, uh, across the world. So I look forward to it every November. Uh, if you can donate, that'd be fucking awesome. Uh, you can also, uh, if you're looking to buy some beard products for the month, for the winter months, if you're on the kind of the, if you're in a country that has winter in November to, to March, um, Another thing you can do is just buy a product from Hakiki. I donate every single dollar in the month of November uh, to the Movember campaign. Every single dollar. No profits, no EBITDA, no nothing. Just every fucking dollar uh, goes directly to the Movember campaign. Um, I also match the first $100 of donations. That's on top of personally fronting the production costs of the beard oil and whatever products that you order. Uh, So if you want to donate, great. If you want to order a product that works just as well, at least you get something out of it. Um, as far as like a material thing, um, if you don't want to do either of those things, respect, uh, I guess my final ask would be to just tell someone about the campaign or tell someone about the website or, you know, tell someone about Movember, just, just fucking, I'm, I'm doing the best I can to, to spread the word. Um, and I would appreciate if, if you do the same. Oh, shout out to Jack Arthur. I think he still listens to this. Jack, my boy from Ireland, he was on, uh, I think it was episode 10 when I went to Ireland um, he run the Dublin. He ran the Dublin Marathon, uh, not last weekend, the weekend before, and uh, had the Hakiki logo on his jersey, and it looked so fucking sick. It was so cool that people in Dublin were looking at my logo and had no clue. Um, he crushed his time. He was. I want to get this right. Sorry. Um, he was uh, raising money for a foundation, and I want to make sure I get the name right. So. I'm going to go on Instagram, and of course, Instagram is going to fucking drive me crazy by not listening to the buttons that I'm pressing. He was raising money, or the the, the marathon, I'm not sure if it was the marathon or him himself. No, it was the marathon, raising money for uh, the Living Life Lisa Orsi Foundation. Living Life Lisa Orsi, O-R-S-I, Foundation. Uh, He was raising money for that, and... I'm super fucking proud of that kid, and he crushed his time, um, and running marathons is something that I fucking can't even imagine, walking three, four flights of stairs up to my apartment is a tough gig, I can't imagine running a marathon, uh, so respect to Jack, and thank you so much, um, uh, for, for, for doing that, for putting my logo on your jersey, uh, let's see if we can do it again next year, um, if I'm still around, <laughs> Um, what else, what else, what else, what else, um, I have, I, I think I figured out the hack 
of going to the gym. I think I figured it out. So I was doing, if you don't remember, I was doing Sober October. Didn't have a drink in October except for uh, I went to Cast Days, uh, which was a drink show. So I, I I did Sober October, and then I did a couple more days just to kind of make up for the day that I missed. Um, and in that, I also went to the gym 15 times as part of just like, I guess it's not, you know, it's trying to be healthy, not drinking, but it's also nice to be healthy by, um, I don't know, going to the gym and, and trying to, you know, get back in the gym as I've struggled historically. I used to crush, I used to work at a gym in college and used to go all the time, um, cause I was in college and I worked at a gym, so I really had no excuse. Uh, but ever since I guess I've graduated, I've struggled to, to keep it up. And, uh, so I think I figured out the hack and it's the, that number 15, because I realized that I'm much more accountable to other people than I ever will be to myself. Um, so putting that 15 out there. So I, what I so sorry what I did every time I went to the gym is I I put a picture on Snapchat, and I would say you know if it was the first time I'm going I'd say one out of fifteen two out of fifteen seven out of fifteen all the way up to fifteen out of fifteen I would take a picture every time I went to the gym, and it was that accountability to others that kind of kept me motivated which I think in turn is accountability to myself if you really want to dig deep into it I guess so. The thought of me going out there and saying, I'm going to go to the gym 15 times this month, and then it's, you know, October 25th, and I've only gone five times, and I realize I'm not going to make the 15, that drove, the idea of that drove me absolutely crazy. So, because of that, it kept me motivated to, like, stay ahead of the ball, and always kind of, I don't know, like not fall too far behind and just like keep pounding away at the gym over and over and over. Um, so I, I think that's, that's the, I think that's the hack. Like everyone needs to figure out. I remember when I used to work at the gym, the guy that ran the gym was a personal trainer. I was a personal trainer as well, but I sucked. <laughs> um, he would tell people you need to, you need to make the gym a lifestyle. Diets don't work you know, workout plans don't work. Lifestyle changes are the only thing that works. So you need to figure out what works for your lifestyle and that's what will work for you in the gym. And I I don't think I really ever truly understood it until I realized like, oh, everyone who goes to the gym consistently, they figure out a lifestyle. And really, you just gotta fucking make make it a priority, which is the most generic advice that anyone can ever give, is make something a priority, but it's honestly, excuse me, that's, that's it, it's just, you just make it that thing that you do, that month, months like fly by, a month sounds like a long time, but then you realize, you know, nine months have, or ten months have already gone by in 2018, like holy fuck, like months just fly, you just make it a priority, I'm going to go to the gym 15 times. And whether you hold yourself accountable and it bothers you at the end of the year if you didn't make it, or you hold yourself accountable to others and it bothers you that other people know that you didn't go to the gym, which is kind of working for me. I'm kind of crowdsourcing my personal training, (laughs) for lack of a better term. Um, 
you got to do whatever whatever works for you. Um, so this seems to be working. I don't know. I worked for a month. I've I've gone today's November what uh, November the fifth. I've already gone twice. Uh, I was gonna go today, but I'm sick. Um, and going to the gym when you're sick is just boneheaded thing to do. Um, so we'll see. Well, I'll keep you guys posted. Let's see how it goes. I think it, it felt really good, and it's weird. I already noticed myself anyway. I noticed improvements after a month. Obviously, you you lift more, like you lift more weights, and you can do more. But even like physical changes, I can I can already start to tell. Um, so it's it's awesome, and it, that is also motivating. And that's what motivates some people as well. Seeing the changes in yourself, that's what motivates you to keep going. If you're lifting more weight or you're losing weight or whatever, that those numbers I think keep you keep you going. I think that's why Fitbit was is so popular. Um, it's like numbers and games that you can achieve and and uh, chase after. Um, sorry, give me a second. I'm gonna fucking blow my nose here. This is kind of gross. All right, I'm back. Um, I think I'm calling in sick tomorrow. Fuck, I hate call. I hate calling in sick, but. Uh, I also hate being the guy that's sick at work. When when people are sick at work, I'm like, just fucking stay home. You're not that important. And then I'm going to be that guy. I think I might call in sick tomorrow. We'll see. I hope not, though. Um, What else was I talking about? Um, Yeah, so that's kind of what's been working for me. Um, What else have I been doing? I went to... Saturday morning, I went to uh, St. Lawrence Market with... uh, I met my buddy Rohit. Rohit, Rohit. He has a great Rohit has a great Italian name. Rohit. Um, ciao, Rohit. Come stai? Okay. Um, with Rohit and my buddy uh, Chris, uh, Chris uh, Blanco, Young Blank. Um, went to St. Lawrence Market, which is kind of like an old school. Uh, it's most. It's mo- I think they have everything, but mostly produce, fish, and meat market. Not the meat market where you pick up chicks. The meat market where you buy meat. Um, and it was it's like has that old school vibe of like you know everyone's paying cash, and the guys who work there are like screaming out the you know the, the deals like you know fucking three three pints of blueberries for five bucks, buddy. Like obviously not as lame as that, but and uh, they have this place called White White Stone Meats. I think it's called. It's called Whitestone Meats, uh, where they sell all this game meat. Game, G-A-M-E-Y, meat, not gay meat. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I have to enunciate that word very carefully. Uh, they have a lot of game meat. And I went there before, and I bought uh, venison and boar and bison, which was great. And then uh, when I went on Saturday, I bought uh, crocodile or alligator, alligator meat, there's like sliders, they give you six sliders that are frozen, uh, alligator meat, and uh, camel meat, which is pretty fucking weird when you think about it, but man, they, they taste pretty good, that camel meat, the crocodile meat's like, eh, it's okay, uh, but the camel meat is like, it's, it's like nice, not too fatty, but like a nice amount of fatty, and oh, it tastes fucking killer, uh, just like pan fried, they taste fucking awesome. Uh, so I've been eating that. I've had to really step up my eating. I think that's the reason I'm sick is like trying to work out more, but I haven't been eating like 
I haven't eaten, haven't been eating proportionately more and like lifting weights weakens your immune system. So, um, you have to eat even more, which I historically have sucked at kind of like everything else. Um, but yeah, if you're ever in, if you're in Toronto, St. Lawrence market, go to Whitestone meats. They have, I think they have kangaroo. They have fucking, they have everything, man. Was, they have like rabbit and, um, they have fresh meat as well, like fresh elk and like fresh deer and shit like that. And yeah, it's a cool, like old school place where like good quality stuff, not the cheapest, obviously, but good quality foods. Um, they open at 5 a.m. on Saturdays. Like, I don't know who the fuck's going at 5 a.m. on a Saturday, but they're open if you want to go at that time. Um, yeah, it's a great time. Great time for show. And lastly, my greatest achievement of the past 27 years of my life. Hear that? I have officially not mastered, but have been able to do a Rubik's Cube like three times without YouTube instructions, all on my own. And it is a incredibly incredible feeling to look at a Rubik's Cube and look at people who do Rubik's Cubes and be like, how the fuck do you do that? And then just pick one up and after hours of struggling and almost throwing it out the window, just fucking crushing it. It was like, honestly, a really good feeling. Now I want to be those guys that... um that could do it with one hand and just like fly through it. Like, um, but I got to like master it first and then I got to get a better route. I got like the fucking $4 Rubik's cube off Amazon, which like is like, you're like struggling to, to turn it with one hand. Um, so I got to get like the, the agile ones, those like quick ones. There's a YouTube video. I don't know if I talked about this before. There's a YouTube video about a kid some Asian kid, um, that was kind of mean, some Asian kid, um, some kid of Asian descent, uh, juggling three Rubik's Cubes, and solving them at the same time, Google, like, you, if you're on, you, if you're on fucking a device that allows you to use things, um, go on YouTube and type in, I don't know, uh, Rubik's Cube juggling world record, this kid, juggles three Rubik's Cubes and solves them as he's juggling and he solves all three in like I think it was like nine or eight minutes or something like that like it's fucking I can't even juggle and I can't even like master Rubik's Cube and this kid has done both and is like flying through it and it's sick when they slow it down because you just see him looking in his right hand and he just like does like four twirls while he's like in the midst of throwing it in the air, and then he grabs the next one, does another four quick twirls, fucking throws it in the air, grabs the next one, fucking, and just over and over and over. It's it's pretty fucking gangster. Um, yeah, so check out that YouTube video. Um, and get a Rubik's Cube. It's a lot of fun. Um, it's very low-tech, but uh, it's very satisfying once you get it. And then it has that kind of continuity and perpetuity where you just, you want to get better, you want to get better, you want to get better. They have like, Bigger Rubik's Cubes and Triangle Rubik's Cubes, if you're into that. Um, if you kind of get bored of the same old one. But I kind of like just like getting really good at one thing. And it's also fun to like, you know when you go to a, I don't know, an icebreaker or something. And people say, what's a what's something about you that we don't know? Or what's a fun fact about you? You could say that I can do a Rubik's Cube. That's a very uncommon thing. And I feel like it's getting less and less common. Um, 
Look at me patting myself on the back. <laughs> I'm special. I can do a Rubik's Cube. Want to go to the mall? Um, yeah, so there we go, baby. We're at 20 minutes. Um, yeah, sorry about uh, sorry about last week. I don't, again, why am I apologizing? I didn't promise anything. I'm going to try and keep doing this weekly. Um, what, what's been going on? With, let me give you a quick update on Hakiki. Uh, the products are pretty much the same. I'm focusing on uh, Movember now. I've gotten about 10 sales in the past uh, like 11 days, which is doesn't sound like a lot, but it's like really a lot. <laughs> so I think holiday shopping has started in, in November, uh, which is super cool to see. Um, and I'm super pumped to um, to begin these orders filled and get these orders out and build my Etsy page, which is big, 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 big. Uh, building my Etsy page, I think, is going to be big, not only because people are more likely to buy from a website, from like an Etsy page that looks credible. So, if it, so on your Etsy site, it says how many sales you have and it says all the reviews that you have. I think it's um, I think that's really important uh, to have a lot of sales and, and good reviews. So building that's important or like is good. But uh, also once I start like marketing and like maybe trying to get into a store or a barbershop or do like a trade show, having a, a good site will really help back me up. Um, so that's been really exciting. Um, yeah, as always, thanks so much for the support. Uh, plug of the week this week is going to be Movember. Plug of the week this, of the next month is going to be Movember. Um, I'm really trying to get as many, 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 many donations as I possibly can uh, to this just incredible, incredible, incredible charity um, that is doing work for men that I have not yet seen any other charity ever do. Um, someone's got to take care of our brothers and someone's got to take care of uh, take care of the boys. Um, and thank you so much to Movember for doing that. And I just want to help as much as I possibly can. Um Link is in the website. Please donate if you can. Please buy a product if you can. I promise you every single dollar will go to that foundation. Um, and if you can't do any of those things, please just spread the word. Tell someone. Um, it'll really mean a lot to me. Um, yeah, all the links are in the bio. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, thanks so much for the support. Um, I'll talk to you next week. Until then, take care and uh, goodbye. Damn it, Chloe!